Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this uh, Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio coming to you live. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Uh, you've got uh, Mike and Billy across the way. Uh, bogus with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Coming up in about 20 minutes uh, from now, we're going to talk to Mark Rick, former Georgia coach, former Miami coach, offensive coordinator, uh, down at Florida State, he's going to join us. ACC Network, Taz. We'll talk a little bit about college football. Uh, but we kick off this hour looking ahead to uh, week two of the NFL. First, uh, the second Sunday of the NFL season is almost upon us. Let's get into it. All right. Ah, beautiful. Yes, beautiful is right, Mistress. Taz. Mistress. Um, uh, love the music, no doubt about the greatest. it. Greatest. Let's begin our journey uh, in New York. Florham Park, New Jersey, to be specific. Uh, here is Adam Gase yesterday meeting with the media, going through the team injuries. Take a listen. 26 will be out for practice today. Uh, he's got a, uh, a sore shoulder. Uh, we'll be evaluating. I'll know more today, later today. I know that doesn't help you guys now. And then 14 has mono and will be out for this game. Oh, my God. So Trevor will be starting. Yeah, so there you have it. That's the announcement from Adam Gaze. And here he is uh, talking about the the offense, uh, the timetable for Darnold, and then the impact on the Jets' offense. Take a listen. We got on the phone with the docs. We went through everything. Today was going to be a big evaluation for him today just to kind of figure out where he was at in that whole process so we could kind of get a timetable. So that's what they're doing right now with him. The way we have it built, it's – it's really flexible to where Trevor's Trevor's good. I mean, him getting all the reps yesterday. This we're, we're kind of lucky that you know he you know we thought he was sick yesterday. They ran more tests, so with Trevor being able to practice yesterday, that that'll help us. So uh, number one is, I mean, Mono in a professional athlete. Uh, Taz, you and I were texting a little bit yesterday yeah, when this news yeah, came down. Yeah. I mean, I. I haven't been around, you know, in terms of, uh, I don't remember the last pro athlete to have mono. Uh, usually you hear about it in high school. Yeah, I was telling you, I was telling you. The exchange uh, of saliva, kissing. Yeah, it's the, it's the kissing thing. It, it, you know, high school kids get it. And uh, my son actually had this when he was a senior in high school. And he it was during fall ball, fall lacrosse. Um, he couldn't play for six weeks. Okay, it's very dangerous. You cannot... 
you know what happened to your spleen? We didn't know. Like once we heard he had mono, like he was playing in the game and he like he was out of breath. You know, like, we didn't know what was wrong with him. So we went to the doctor, to the doctor the next day, and they said, no, he has mono. And one of his uh, a kid on the other team that he knew, he had mono too. And it was like, you'll see. Once your kids get to high school, it's like mono starts popping up. <laughs> right. Just, you know, make out jokes, right? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, we're like, mono. And like, okay, well, what's this mean? Well, no, it's fine. So I've taken an antibiotic for a good amount of time. And you can't play sports so, uh, like for four to five weeks. And it was like, end up being six weeks because your spleen uh, enlarges during the infection. And if you take a hit, Moose, you can bleed out. You can die. It's a That's serious scary. thing. Scary. Very scary. So that's why some people that don't know, might be making poking fun at the Jets and Sam Donald. There's nothing funny about it because it's a serious thing for an athlete if you get hit. But you're right; you don't hear about it with well, yeah, adults. I, I, right? Like, I, I, I think you know. right. The, I mean, pro know, athletes. I should not you, just you adults. don't. I mean, and I just think you know people you know just mocking the Jets. Uh, well, that's for this. they're mockable. That's why. Well, and, and the the fact that they have their quarterback, a young quarterback, going out for mono is going to miss several weeks. Could be out for you know the Jets could be zero and six by the time you see Sam Donald again. Um, and. Certainly, he's going through a lot. He's sick. He's under the weather, unable to play football, unable to take the contact. And you're looking at something that usually maybe, you know, kids get when they're teenagers. And now he's in his early 20s, Taz. It's not like he's 35 years of age. But it's strange when this announcement came down, the way that Gase handled it as well. Um, But he was up front. He was honest. And I think the Jets now... The, the disturbing part for them is not only are they staring at what could potentially be a lost season, but what they're also looking at here is their quarterback that they need to have behind center, getting reps and gaining experience and getting better, is now going to miss a significant portion of the regular season. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, a lot of people say same old Jets, you know, it's a typical deal. This, you know, it, it, it it's horrible. I mean, you can't help it. A guy gets sick. I mean, what are you going to do? It stinks for them. But they just, I've saw stuff online, and you probably saw the same thing, on the Jets cursed. I mean, all the years of all these different things, you know, you, you get a great running back now on the team, like Lev Bell, Le'Veon Bell, everybody's so excited about it. You got Sam Donald in the second year. You know, he's going to look pretty good. He's going to do his thing, get, you know, pretty good defense going on. You get, you know, good players, you know, and then this happens. And it's like, it's just a typical Jet deal, um, you know. But look, the uh, thing is, by the time he gets back, it's going to be way too late. I mean, when you... I would assume he's going to miss. They didn't say just said a significant amount of times. I would think it's four to five weeks. Yeah, I think sure. that's. I think that's what probably people are expecting. They've got yeah. a bye week in between, so maybe he's back for that second Patriot game that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and they've got a difficult schedule ahead of them. They do. Uh, man. They do have an early bye, but they got the Browns coming your way Monday night. Taz, the Browns are coming to town. Uh, to take out the Jets, the 0-1 Cleveland Browns, and they have a stark running a wide receiver, as we know, and Odell Beckham Jr., defensive coordinator Greg Williams leading the way for the Jets. Here is Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday talking about the Jets, D.C. Take a listen. Like in preseason, like nobody in the NFL is really out to do stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I had players on this team telling me that that's what he was telling them to do, um, take me out of the game in this preseason. So you just you just know who he is. Uh, just, just the man. That's the man. Calling the plays. Well, and um, you know, so there he is. And <sighs> going back to the Browns preseason game, where there was a hit low when Williams was the defensive coordinator. Beckham was with the Giants at the time. Uh, he suffered a, a significant injury, which cost him time in the regular season. That that is the game that Beckham's referencing. Yeah. 
Yeah, look. Where people at the time had an issue with the hit. It yeah, did no, not, I the hit, yeah, the hit did not bother me at me the neither. time. I, but I don't. Just, I mean, look. I, so Greg Greg Williams has got a bounty out. For, I mean, yeah, come on. Like, I mean, and that's look. I don't. These are these are grown men. These are professional athletes. These coaches. Are, Greg, Greg Williams has been coaching for years. Okay, I, I, he's a hard ass. I know that. You, you saw it on the hard knocks on, with the Browns. You know, he's definitely a hard guy. Uh, and, but players do respond to him. He always has good, really good defenses. And, and he did a great job as the interim head coach uh, once he stepped in there, you know, with the Browns. He really did. A lot of people wanted him to stay in there, as you know, and not Freddie Kitchens to come in and get the job. Regardless, um, I don't know. I, 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 if I'm Beckham, it's like I, I have nothing to say about this. Just go play. You're going to have a big advantage on this Jet team without Sam Donald playing. Uh, you, you, your team, the Browns, are loaded with weapons. Just just be quiet. There's no reason to talk about it. I, just me, just play it. Keep it in the locker room. If you think a guy's out to get you, D.C., okay, fine. He's not He's not bucking up a helmet. You know, it's, it's about the guys across the way. The coach should want players to, I don't want to say get injured, but to be violent and aggressive towards the offensive players and vice versa. That's the game. Yeah. Beckham knows this. No, I mean, you yeah. know. True, true, true. Now, I, you know, I will say the the one in Cleveland didn't bother me. Now, when Williams was then defensive coordinator of the St. Louis Rams, oh, Rams, when Beckham's first year as a Giant, Coughlin was coaching the team. They were playing this game in St. Louis. And I forget the safety's name for the uh, for the St. Louis Rams at the time was clearly, clearly, during the course of the game, trying to, you know, I guess go helmet to helmet or injure Odell Beckham Jr. Um, There were points in that game where I felt like that was the case watching the game. Now, we're going back a number of years ago, Taz, and some players take a a message from a coach and, 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 and go over the top. But, you know, I had more of an issue, you know, with, that when Williams was defensive coordinator of the St. Louis Rams than when Williams was defensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns. And if you go all the way back, I know it's a long time ago to 2014, and you watch some of the hits that Beckham took in that game and some of the extra hits that he took in that game, there was clearly something going on. Not but, Archuleta. I'm trying to think who you're No, it was not Adam Archuleta. Uh, it was a guy who was a big hitter in college and he couldn't really cover. Um... I'll come up with his name. Yeah, Let me look up the 2014 St. Louis Rams. Yeah, but, but T.J. Yeah, no. McDonald. Oh, 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 yeah, he was a hitter. Yeah, yeah, I remember. T.J. <laughs> McDonald. Thank you, Mike. Great job. Wow. T.J. McDonald. I keep being, man. Yeah, star. But star. that was, you know, I think that, and that was after you know Beckham became an absolute megastar, right? Mm-hmm. When yep. he came back off the hamstring injury, started playing that year, and rose to the top, had that catch and everything alike. I mean, Beckham was a monumental star at that time, and. And the Rams clearly had a message. Listen, I, I don't disagree, Taz. Maybe he's doing it, Taz, and putting it out there. So maybe he gets an extra flag. Could be. Maybe it's a case Could that be, yeah. he's putting it out there. and Because everyone hears everything. I didn't everything. think of that. I didn't think of that. And, and you know, kind of, you know, sometimes. Some attention on it, right? Right. Yeah. You see coaches working stuff during the course of the week, throw attention on it sure. to where then all of a sudden maybe they're looking out and saying, all right, you know what, they're right. And maybe he'll get a 15-yard you know, an extra 15-yard roughing penalty over the course of the game. Maybe you will. I don't Good know. Good observation, Moose, because, you know, and to your point, the last thing the referees want is something to break out and have a big fight or they lose control of the game. Yes. The refs look bad when that happens. So, they do. You know, you might be right. Maybe, maybe he's putting it out there to put a little beacon on it, as we say.
Um, you want to hear? We mentioned Antonio sure. Brown before. You want to hear from Antonio Brown? Uh, no, but okay, yes. All right, here is Antonio <laughs> Brown, a little TB12, Tom Brady 12. You, we know that, Mr. Uh, physical Fitness. Before, here he is. Wait, but before we play it, have we ever seen the, the, pardon my ignorance on this, which maybe you have, have we ever seen the inside of the TB12, TB12 training center? I've never. I never have either. I don't know if this is like a new thing. Um, interesting what's happening in there, Moose. You see what I see. I there's, do. There's a food delivery, and we there were not is. asked anything. No. We're concerned we're not, about this. We were not involved. Well, what happened? Uh, but, no, well, I've never seen is. inside the TB12 training so this facility. This is like kind of this what is, he did. This, this like, is new. It's a big deal that no he did doubt. this. Hopefully, uh, Brady gave the okay. Hopefully, he did. Hope so. Mustached and all. Okay. Here is Antonio Brown. Y'all got 17,000 right here. Work no stop. On Instagram. Thank you. You know, no matter what they say, no matter what they hate, somebody still got to go to work. I'm going to show you the perseverance room. Show y'all. You heard? You heard. You heard. God is great. God is great. Determination. Perseverance. Commitment. David taking on Goliath. Shut up! We got this. Yeah. Focus. He's hit a roof. Yeah. It's called Finish. That's the squad. It's called Welcome to Legends Avenue. It's called TV 12. How about this part? Let's get it. Hey, Alex, it's just like 17,000 people. Love 17,000 people. Somebody got to do this work. Call God. In the time of crisis, all I ask is love, dedication, and focus. Stay focused. The devil gonna try to bring you down when you get closer to your goals. The key is, don't let him. Insightful. Now I was thinking about it. All the basketball players in the world, all the soccer players in the world, they get love and embrace. Maybe we need a football USA team so the world can love us. Um. Because all we get is hate. Call God. I'm gone. Ah, jeez. I, I don't know what Antonio I'm... Brown is the guy at, like, the summer barbecue that you try and get away from. <laughs> like, Antonio oh, Brown's man. the guy, like, you're, you're oh, hosting a barbecue yeah, yeah. and you're making burgers and hot dogs <laughs> on the grill. And he starts yeah. to come up to you and starts a conversation. You're like, oh, my God. And you give your wife or significant other the wink. Like, come on. Yeah. Help me out here. <laughs> it's like you a come big family over. reunion, but you don't right. really know me. some related to your wife, kind of. Right. And don't they know. just come over yeah. and they just start talking nonsense. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. like, get me a beer. <laughs> and they don't stop. Like, they don't know, like, circumstance. Uh, they uh, don't know when they've hit an uncomfortable moment. <laughs> like, Antonio Brown is on Ooh. Instagram. And that's fine. And talking to Alex Guerrero and everything. I mean, great. Good for him, right? But. Uh. He's painting himself as like kind of David against Goliath. Like we went out there and tore him down. Like Taz, what exactly is going through his head? Meanwhile, he's being accused of these horrific, horrible things, and he's going on Instagram and doing this. I understand he's claiming his innocence. Okay, I got that. So maybe he's telling the truth. But you would think you would lay low. Just lay low, anyway, man. Just I, I, I would love to ask Tom Brady. Did you know? That he was going to go on his IG in the facility with your buddy Guerrero, and and he was going to do this. Did you know? Did you? Did he at least? Well, obviously Guerrero knew it because he he was yelling in the background to him. 
Five million dollars. Whatever he was saying. I don't know. Seventeen thousand. Yes. Seventeen thousand. Someone's got to do this work. God is good. The devil's trying to get De- you, Moose. Devil's trying to bring you down. Just look him in the eye and say no. I don't even know what the frick he said. I'm so confused. He said it. Really, it's a, it's a, it's like you, know, it's a, you gotta watch it like over and over again. It's just very very entertaining. I probably should. I only watched it once, and I had a feeling we'd cover it here. <laughs> oh man! Right, he's a pain or in the ass. or he's the guy that thinks he's smarter than he is. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of that here. <laughs> this is true. So I, I know a lot of people like that. Who? But, who you but, I, I know a lot of people. But, but the thing is, the barbecue thing, I think, is the best analogy. Like, you know, you get the big family reunion, and it's your wife's family. It's your wife, yeah, you're like, the, the you're like hey, Don, so who's come out? This, oh, you know, my Uncle Fred might come. But we, no, we don't see I haven't seen him since I'm a little girl. Like, who's your Uncle Fred? Oh, no, he's, I haven't seen him in a long time. I don't know. And then there's Uncle Fred. Walking yes. around, Moose is volunteering to be one of the guys barbecuing. It's a big family reunion. So you got two or three different people barbecuing. So the moose, Mark yeah. he, I'm a, he's a great cook. He says, I'll, I'll volunteer, Donna, no problem. I love your family. They love me. And all of a sudden, here comes Uncle Fred. And he just doesn't stop. He's like, oh, God, it's good, man. I know. I know. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's all over you, bro. And he's like insight. He's trying to be insightful. And you're like, he's spewing nonsense. He's just like, trying what? to flip burgers. What are you talking about? Marinate the wings. Right. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I, I cook my mother-in-law's burger medium. <laughs> you leave me alone. Oh, my God, that was funny. She hates a well-done burger. <laughs> oh, I hit a button. Hit a button. Uh, we'll come it. back. Well, Mark Richt is going to join us, Taz. Uh, we're going to talk to the former Georgia coach, uh, former Miami coach, talk a little ACC, run around the college football landscape. We'll do that next. It's Taz the Moose on an action-packed Friday. we got picks coming up. College, NFL. We've got Rick coming up next. Plenty to get to on a Friday. You know where you're at. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Mark Richt, uh, former college coach, ACC Network, is going to join us here momentarily. Bogish is in the house, second time this morning. What's going up on, Andrew? Oh, wow. What's going on, buddy? I don't want to talk over Weird Al ever. Yeah. Fourth and one from the Buccaneers two. Down six, less than 90 seconds to go. The Panthers sent their 245. You know, let me interrupt. You just aggravated me. I'm going to be honest with you, Andrew. You, you really ticked me off, okay? And I, I think I can speak for Moose. He's annoyed at you, too. Listen, you shouldn't have done that. Okay, just speak. Maybe some days all we need to do, Moose, is not play his intro music. Yeah, just go. Because he's got Brody, this lo- he's got a lot of time. delay. Correct. Just go. No, he should just speak. If the music starts a little late, it starts so a little what? late. Maybe it don't happen, Andrew. Why, why is it that, you know, you Good point, need, Taz. Yeah, his entitlement well is annoying. You're well very, said. He's very entitled. Well said. Thank you. Entitled to the music that I don't want to play underneath me? Because you do want to play it underneath me. Well, you waited you for it. Wait, just right, go. We you. introduce you, Taz, and myself. Just go. I waited. wait for it because if I talk as it starts, then nobody can hear anything. That's oh. a lie. That's, that's a lie. You have the power in that microphone to speak over that, and we don't blast the music. Okay? It's, just, it's a just little speak. low. Yeah. I mean, you, you, what? You were trying to make the segment sound silly? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, I okay. just broke the microphone. All, All right. right. Go ahead. 
Christian McCaffrey didn't score on fourth down right, last night, it. late in the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's Stop. an NFL game. Don't blame anyone else, says McCaffrey. Coach puts the ball in my hands at the end of the game and blew it, so it's my fault. Take that one. After 209 right. scrimmage yards on Sunday, McCaffrey had just 53 last night. Cam Newton still hasn't thrown for a TD, so their team is 0-2 for the first time since 2013. Now, teams that lose their first two games in this current playoff format have only reached the postseason 12% of the time. Meanwhile, Bruce Arians has his first win as the Bucks head coach. The guys are bought in. They, they gave us everything. You know, we did some dumb things again in the first half, but there was no panic on the sideline. You know, the guys were convinced they were going to win the ball game. And they did 2014. Apparently, the Patriots and Raiders knew nothing about sexual assault allegations against Antonio Brown. He and the reps for accuser, Brittany Taylor, have reportedly been in discussions for months, but those talks were confidential. Taylor is expected to meet with NFL investigators next week. So here's the good news for the Jets. Le'Veon Bell says his shoulder is fine. He got an MRI yesterday instead of practicing, but there's a lot of bad news. QB Sam Darnold out indefinitely with mono. Trevor Simeon starts Monday night against the Browns. And linebackers C.J. Mosley and rookie D. Lyman Quinnen Williams yet to practice this week. Everybody won in the NL wildcard hunt yesterday. The Cubs, the Brewers, the Mets in the yes. afternoon, the Phillies at night. The pitch swung on, hit in the air, right field. It's well hit. Going back on it is Riley. He's at the wall. He looks up, and it is gone. JT Realmuto with a two-run home run. It's his 25th of the season. And it capped off a 9-5 home win over the Braves. Scott Fransky on Phil's radio. The Phils and the Mets remain two games behind the Cubs and Brewers for that second wild card. The Twins took a 12-6 home loss from the Nationals. Their AL Central lead on Idle Cleveland is down to three and a half games as they play this weekend in Ohio. And veteran forward Joe Johnson reportedly signing with the Pistons. The 38-year-old didn't play in the NBA last season, was just named MVP of the Big Three. Guys? All right, oh, thanks a lot, Andrew. Thanks, buddy. Let's Thank you. Let's welcome right now Mark Richt, ACC Network, uh, former head coach uh, with uh, Georgia and also with Miami. He joins us now. Hey, Coach, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Coach, what's up? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Okay. Do well. Good, do good. well. And, uh, you know, an interesting start here to this uh, to the college football season. You know, when, when you look at this weekend's games, you know, as you drill down, it's not the sexiest weekend of matchups when you look at it early on this year. However, you know, Clemson and Syracuse have kind of gotten an interesting history, um, you know, with Syracuse's brief history in that ACC where they've had some success against the Clemson Tigers. Now, they got destroyed last week against Maryland. I know different quarterback, but do you give Syracuse any kind of a chance to give uh, Clemson a little bit of a scare uh, Saturday night uh, up in the Dome? Well, they're at home. That's going to help if they give the fans something to cheer about. Uh, that's Carrier Dome can get super hot and super loud. And, uh, you know, obviously the last – actually the last three times they've played, a Clemson quarterback left the game with some type of injury and had to scramble around and try to make something happen. I'm, I'm not necessarily predicting that or I don't want that to happen, but that's helped them in the last few years. Of course, two years ago they beat them uh, at, at Syracuse, and then last year had them on the ropes. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I know Dino's going to have them ready to go. and uh, But, you know, right now it looks like a real tall order after what Maryland did to them. You know, how good of a prospect do you think Lawrence is, Coach? Oh, Trevor's big time. There's no doubt. I mean, 
whether or not he can win the Heisman or not is debatable because I don't think he's going to have the wild numbers that it takes to get it. Uh, you know, play big in in big games, but you know his biggest games will probably won't happen until the playoff. So uh, you know, I think that they're going to run the. When I thought Texas A and M had a shot going into the thing, and Clemson kind of throttled them down. So, you know, somebody may jump up. There's, you know, Boston College, I like what I'm seeing with them. I think they'll have a chance to challenge them. So uh, we'll see what happens. No, Coach, a moment ago you mentioned uh, Maryland, you know, and that, that beatdown they put on Syracuse. That caught a lot of right. people by surprise. I don't know. I was shocked. I think it was like 63 right. to 20. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you, do you think Maryland, the Terps, you think they can keep this rolling? I know they got Temple next on the road there in Philly. So what do you think about right. the Terps? Can they keep this thing going? Well, I like them. They got Josh Jackson, the transfer from uh, Virginia Tech, mm. who two years ago threw for 3,000 yards and, and uh, you know, ran for a bunch of yards. He's really a talented guy. But he's got Anthony McFarlane and a kid named Leak, two running backs that are dynamic. He's got some receivers that are real. You know, they they beat Howard seventy nine to nothing in the first game, and you're yeah. like, well, it's Howard, but right. You know, then they score sixty three uh, against uh, Syracuse, so it's it's going to be interesting. I, I think they'll challenge in a in a side of the uh, league in the Big Ten that's very really tough with where they got Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, yeah. Ohio State. I mean, they got. A bunch of monsters in there, but I think they're going to give people run for their money. Um, when you when you look at uh, Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts, Taz, uh, Taz and I have been huge fans, and, and clearly a guy that you can easily root for, Coach. But right. when you when you look at that offensive system and look at how he's exploded, well, we know you know Baker and Kyler were extremely talented. Is it is it the player? or Is it the system? How much success Lincoln Riley's having with these young quarterbacks? Well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, those guys were really dynamic players. There's no doubt about it. And uh, Jalen Hurts, he looks like a monster running yeah, that thing. Geez. <laughs> I mean, that first game was three touchdown passes, three touchdowns rushing. Looks like he's in total command of what they're doing. You know, he's going to put up giant numbers, and I, I got him as the guy that I think is going to win the Heisman just because of the numbers he's going to get and the wins they're going to get. Uh, and he's like you say, he's a guy I think everybody in America – is pulling for. Yeah, it's hard not to, right? After what he's been through there at Alabama, I mean, you know, but, but um, you know, we'll see. But he definitely looks great. I totally agree. And like Moose said, we've been talking him up like crazy. We believe in him for sure. Uh, let, let's talk about, Coach, let's go to Columbus, talk about the Buckeyes for a second, and new head coach uh, Ryan Day. Uh, you know, Buckeyes right now, I mean, looking pretty good, sitting 2-0. and uh, You know, speak on this from a coaching perspective. You're coming in there, right? You're replacing a guy like Urban Meyer. I mean, uh, right. what do you think of the job really on here that that Day is doing? Uh, you know, after right. after Meyer's well, success, yeah. I mean, he's inheriting a really talented team and right. a team that's used to winning. So, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I mean, you want to put your stamp on your program, you know, as a new head coach, but you also don't want to mess up something that's already good. And plus, you know, he was part of the success in the past. It's not like he's just coming out of nowhere. So, I think he's doing a great job. You know, I think Fields is, you know, really dynamic player, and obviously their system uh, lends to the quarterback having big numbers as well. But it's it's hard to say until they get into the meat of the schedule. But you know, I, I think he's doing a super job, to be honest with you. You know, Coach, the the challenges when you look at Florida State here, um, you know, with with Willie Taggart, a program that you're familiar with, you know, and and they've had a lot of success and did under Jimbo Fisher, is now running, you know, Texas A and M, but. What are the challenges here facing that Florida State program, and are you surprised that Taggart and that program has struggled since he took over? 
yeah, they're in a situation now where it's they're they're so desperate for a victory, and it you know I know they won last week, but it didn't feel like a win uh, the way things went, and uh, so there's just so much outside noise, outside pressure that you just have to put out of your mind. And as a coaching staff, you can do it because you can go to work, you can just kind of hole up in there, bunker down, and not listen to anything uh, you know on the radio, TV, social media, but those players, they're out in the open. they got to go to class every day. got to hear what people have to say. They can't live without being on social media, so they're, they're reading everything, and their parents are too, and, you know, calling them. And, you know, the whole – it's just – it's a tough, tough thing to manage. But, you know, the bottom line is they have to just believe in themselves and, and worry about what the coaches say and what each other say and not worry about what the outside world is saying right now. Mm. Hey, uh, Coach, so what about uh, the whole deal with Nick Saban, right? Obviously, great coach, one of the greatest coaches ever in college football, as we all know. But, you know, he's got a big problem with students. You know, he's kind of ticked that students are leaving games early. You know, uh, when <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, you know, all your success as a head coach, especially you know, all your time at Georgia, Miami. But, you know, listen, man, you can speak on this. I'm sure there's been times... Uh, you know that you you probably you probably could see what he's saying, feel what he's saying, oh, but no doubt. Speak on that if you don't mind. Yeah, well, you, you just can't mandate what eighteen to twenty-two year olds are going to do unless they're on your team. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got control over his players, but he doesn't have control over the student body. But uh, you know, I think the best thing to do is is have incentives. It looks like they're trying to build in some incentives to be there and stay there. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, I mean, if you're beating somebody by 40 at halftime, I mean, I guess they're ready to go party. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of party you know, going it's, on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough thing uh, to legislate. Well, it is. And, and it's also, I mean, it's if that's what you're getting on, you know, things aren't too bad in your program either, Coach. I mean, if really, you're concerned yeah. about if you're concerned about students leaving the game early, oh, you know what? Things well. are going pretty well for you if you're Nick that's Saban. Why, that's why he's a great coach. He's that attention to detail, right? Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's funny. You know, Coach, are, are you, you know, it, the game's obviously different when you look at college coaching as compared to, say, uh, the National Football League. But, uh, you know, Herm Edwards has done a nice job out there at Arizona. State, um, and they go in and, and take on uh, the Spartans of Michigan State uh, late afternoon tomorrow uh, in, in East Lansing. Are you surprised that that Arizona State program has done pretty well under Herm? Oh, you know, Herm's a good uh, communicator, and uh, he's obviously a very good coach. So, you know, if you have the right kind of personality, the bottom is in college, you got to recruit. You know, in the NFL, you don't have to be that personable if you don't want to. I mean, there's some free agent stuff that you probably got to do a little recruiting in the NFL, but for the most part, you're drafting guys. You're just telling them you're on the team, and that's 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 the way it is. But you know, if you have a personality that uh, will attract parents and coaches, high school coaches and the players themselves, it gives you a chance to bring in the kind of people that you need to win. And apparently, he's doing a good job of that. Hey, coach, we appreciate the time this morning. We do sure. uh, enjoy watching you on the ACC Network. Continued success, and we'll chat again soon. All right. All right, Thanks, Coach. Thank you. you. Got it. That's Mark Richt, uh, former Thanks. Georgia coach, Miami coach. Mic's on. My mic's off. Yours. We got. Well, I, I know. That was a whole. What's going on right that there? That needs bro. to be edited out. <laughs> that was a nightmare. Just have us saying goodbye. Yeah. Uh, right after. Yeah. Oh, before right. I asked about Michigan State, just have a yeah. drop. Yeah. That's it.
you people listening, you're getting full throttle behind the curtain of a production meeting. Yes, right This is here. a post-production meeting. You just My, heard. And, and you get in, if we had video, you'd see Mike rolling his eyes. <laughs> He's like, oh, come on. Oh, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right. All the right, Moose right, college right. picks. We got some selections coming your way next uh, on this Friday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, week two of the NFL on CBS begins with an AFC showdown between the Pats and the Dolphins. Then travel west to watch Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs battle the Raiders in Oakland. It all begins with the NFL today on CBS. All right. Are you all right? Yeah, no, I had a hairball. Okay. So I'm good, though. I'm good now. Everything's good. We're already up to the third week of the college football season. Believe that? Sad. Sad. Season's almost over. Already just stopped. Stop. No, I'm joking. No, it's, it, that's that what happens. Go, it goes but quick, though. It does you know fly by. Yeah. You're right about that. It does go quickly. So here you have it. You want to get into it? Here we go. Some yeah, college whoa, 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 football. Whoa. What? God, so fast. Because we're doing, we're, we're, we're going, we're doing spread Jones like normal, right? We're doing, Correct. Okay, yeah. so make sure. Yeah. John, I'm not a fan of that, but no, we, we're not. We we're not switching anything. Up. Right. We're not just picking winners. See, I told you what you. It's like you know, I'll take Clemson. No, but, <laughs> I know. Well, when you do that, the mocking it does sound bad. When you you know it does sound I'm not well mocking uh, you. No, not me. I'm saying people who do that. Uh, I'm mean, not mocking me. I'm saying, but I just to spread with someone who is into point spreads like you, and you're pretty much an expert at it. Um, it does get a little intimidating. So that's all. All right, I'm sorry. All right, well, we're going to have fun. Let's have fun. Just go easy. No pressure. Fun. That's that's it. Fun. Let's have a good All time. Right. Three, two, one. Here we go. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes. Just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy See? the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. Zach knows. Zach just said it. All right, here we go. Moose, you want me to go first? Right. Go first? Yeah, let me just set it's the tone. time for okay. the Taz and Moose college football picks. The three picks you need to know. Yeah, let me just give you where we are at this stage. Oh, so, my bad. I apologize. Last week, Taz, you went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Yeah! You're three, two, and one on the year. All right. I went two and one a week ago. Oh, wow. I'm three and three on the season. So I'm beating. So you're a half game ahead. Yeah, buddy. Yes. You have a half game lead here as we hit week three. All right, you're up, Taz. All right, here we go. La 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 la. West Coast Jones. Uh, we got a little three thirty Saturday action. Uh, we got the uh, Trojans, uh, USC going against BYU. Um, I got to tell you, uh, right now, BYU, they are getting four, okay? I feel USC will not cover. I will take Brigham Young all the way. You know, the issues with the QB and, and the AD situation which might cause some distraction. Lynn Swan being uh, fired, more or less, or released, or stepped down, whatever you want to call it. I think that, that brings a little tension to maybe the coaching staff. Who knows what's going on there? But the quarterback thing is the thing there for me. So I feel I'm, I would like to take uh, BYU. Um, and this game, by the way, is BYU is home, which I think is a massive, massive plus for uh, for BYU. So I will take BYU. Give me the four. I'm in. All right, pick number one. Pick number one for me, I'm going to go with a, a state rivalry game. Four o'clock Eastern time kick. Ames, Iowa. Uh, and it's 19th ranked, the Hawkeyes of Iowa, on the road to take on uh, the to take on Iowa State, the Cyclones. I, I'm going to take Iowa in this one. Uh, they're a two-point road favorite. I'll take veteran quarterbacks any day of the week in college football and twice on Saturday afternoons. Mm. And that's what you got in Nate Stanley 
uh, who's a, a senior for the Iowa Hawkeyes. He's gotten off to a good start. They destroyed Rutgers a week ago, as everyone expected them to do, and they went out there and took care of business at home. Now, maybe they're not as explosive as you see a couple of the tight ends now playing in the National Football League as they were a year ago, but I'll tell you this. They are well coached by Kirk Ferenz, and this is kind of one of those strange games I'm not telling you that they're going to blow the doors off Iowa State, but I can see them win this game by a field goal. I think it's anybody's game third and fourth quarter. Uh, But I'm going to take the Hawkeyes of Iowa. They're sound defensively. uh, Offensively, they've got some playmakers as well. Stanley, I think, is going to make the critical error on the road. I'll take them to remain undefeated and to get to 3-0. Give me 19th-ranked Iowa over Iowa State lane two. That's pick number one for me. I like the pick, Moose. All right, we're going to go, Moose, to your second home. We're going to go all the way up to Syracuse to the Carrier Dome. And we have uh, a Saturday game, 7.30 p.m. in Syracuse. we got the number one ranked Clemson Tigers, the the, the, the demon-esque Clemson Tigers were just loaded uh, with a great quarterback in Trevor Lawrence and, and Travis Etienne, a tremendous running back who I think is going to win the Heisman. I think that kid is underratedly, underratedly great against Syracuse. This should be the. This is the real Orange Bowl. Both teams rocking the orange, which I respect. Uh, listen, man, big line here, as you know, Moose. Syracuse is plus twenty-seven and a half. I will take Syracuse. I do not think Clemson oh. will cover. Oh. How's that? That's twenty-seven big. and a half in the orange. Yeah, bro. I, I like that bounce back after the embarrassment. Yes, yeah, sir. I'll tell you what. I'm not saying that Cuse is going to win. I'd love to see Cuse win. I don't think that's going to happen. But you know. I tell you what, twenty-seven and a half is a lot in the dome. Syracuse is tough home. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just like them here to, to at least, you know. So I'll take Syracuse with twenty-seven and a half. I agree with you. I, I, you know, I like that pick as well, Taz. I think the Orange. Uh, I don't think they're gonna. I agree with you. They're not gonna win the game, but can they play within four touchdowns of Clemson? Yeah. A little bit less than. I'd, I'd agree with you. I'm not going uh-huh. up to the dome on Saturday. No. Okay. Right. That, Rutgers not playing this week. Donna, I'm driving up to Syracuse. <laughs> To go see Syracuse Clemson. Oh, Trevor Lawrence play. Right, yeah. watch Trevor Lawrence play. Travis Etienne running Right, ball. I got uh, media credentials. <laughs> that would be end of marriage. Oh, EOM. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. See you uh, later. Bye-bye. All right, let's head down to uh, Pasadena, California, Taz. And for my money, I don't think there's a prettier spot for a, for a, a football game or a college football game than the Rose Bowl. Mm. Um, I think it's good of a landscape. The, green, <clears throat> the grass always looks lush. You got the mountains in the sub background and... Uh, the sun setting and everything like that. UCLA and Chip Kelly, year two has been a disastrous start. I mean, they lose to San Diego State outright, a game that everybody and their mother was picking on the knockoff uh, last week. Uh, now they entertain fifth-ranked Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts, and they're 23-and-a-half-point underdog. And I'll tell you, I'm all in on the Sooners and Lincoln Riley. Uh, Taz, I think they're going to put a whooping on the UCLA Bruins. I really do. I don't think they're going to call off the dogs either. I think Hertz is going to have a tremendous offensive game. Um, you know, I, yeah, I could easily see him having three touchdown passes, a couple rushing. UCLA's defense, I don't think, is good enough to even mm. slow down Oklahoma. I know it's a big number right. on the road, but give me fifth-ranked Oklahoma, lay the 23-and-a-half. That's pick two for me. Like it. I like it, Moose. I like it. We're in sync here a little bit. All right, I'm going to give you a, uh, an interesting one here uh, where we're going to go up to Washington State, beautiful part of our great United States, to Alaska Airlines Field, that Husky Stadium there in Washington, uh, right near Seattle, it's always raining, as you guys know. So, uh, who's coming to the town? Well, Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii's coming to the town. Hawaii's sitting 2-0. and Washington is 1-1. One and one. And Washington, yo, dude, they are they are minus 21 and a half 
Uh, I got to tell you, that's a lot of points. That's a plethora of points, but I do think Washington covers. I'll tell you, I'm going to give to 21 and a half. I take, I take the Huskies straight you up. You got to take the Huskies. Yes, All sir. right, there you go. Against Hawaii as they come stateside. Yeah. Uh, and leaving their. Uh... I like to give you different games. You know? No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Style, uh, you know? No, I, I, I like you know the I mean? selection. Uh, pick number pick number three for me is uh, we're going to go. We mentioned it to, to Coach Rick at the end of the conversation. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go and, and pick that Arizona State-Michigan State game. Uh, the Spartans, uh, a 15-point home favorite against the Sun Devils of Arizona State. And I'm going to tell you, with, with Daniels, a quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who's thrown the ball pretty well, I know it's a difficult place to play. I'm going to take Arizona State in the points. I don't think they're winning the game outright. I don't think I look at that Spartans offense as being all that explosive. Now, they've got to take care of the football. That Spartans defense is very, very good. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to take the I'm going to take Arizona State to play a competitive game um, in, in East Lansing and give the Spartans a little bit of a scare. They're off to a good start. They're 2-0 on the season. We mentioned coached by Herm Edwards, a guest of the show early on in the Taz of the Moose uh, era, launch. Era. Right, correct. Uh, they've gotten off to a good start. They're 2-0 and on the year. Uh, they go on the road. This is a big challenge. This is a big test, right? Mm. Uh, you know, they, they went out there. This is not Kent State who they beat their opening with victory. However, uh, 15's a big number. I think they're a pretty good team. I think they could do some things offensively, and I'm looking for them to keep the game close, which yeah. I know for some gamblers that's the last thing you want to maybe try and get it. But I'm going to go that way. Give me Arizona State plus the 15 on the road against twelfth against eighteenth ranked Michigan State. That's pick number three. For I me. like it. I like that pick. I think that's. I think to your point. Um, you know, Herm Edwards is doing a really good job with that Sun Devils program. I like it. Uh, I like it for sure. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat Arizona State, but uh, I, I, I like. Uh, I like what you say with the points. All right. So basically, that's it. So we're done. We, yeah, so so you, my you wanna... three picks. Yeah. Arizona State plus fifteen. Iowa laying two, and Oklahoma. A big road favorite in UCLA, Pasadena Rose Bowl, laying 23 and a half against UCLA. Right. And this is the recap. I love, I love this part. And now uh, I have. <laughs> I got you. It's USC versus, Brigham, versus BYU. And they're in Utah, at Provo, Utah. I have USC not covered. I'll take BYU with the plus four. Okay. Then I have Syracuse uh, going against the number one ranked Clemson Tigers. Syracuse is home at the Carrier Dome. I feel Clemson won't cover. Uh, Clemson, I'm sorry, Syracuse is plus 27 and a half, so I'll take Cuse with the points. And then my last one is Hawaii versus Washington. As Hawaii comes stateside, as you said, Moose, the Husky Stadium to play Washington. Um, uh, uh, Washington is minus 20, 21 and a half. I think Washington will cover. There you go. There are your selections. Week three of the college football season. We've got NFL picks coming your way. Uh, later on um, in the hour, uh, later on next hour, Tess. So look forward to that. We got the three coming your way at the top of the hour. Um, you know, did you see what's happening? Um, so um, what's happened with the Georgia Saturday's game? There's many people down, uh, Bulldog fans, that are going to be wearing a pink. Uh, they're going to have a quote pink out mm. uh, for Saturday's game to bring awareness to breast cancer <clears throat> research and honor Arkansas State coach uh, Blake Anderson. Her, his uh, wife, Wendy, lost her battle August 19th, two-year battle with breast cancer. So, you know, we talk about a camaraderie around college football, sure. Taz, and yeah. certainly, 
you know, that is a nice job by Georgia having a pink pink out as Arkansas State is coming to town, you know, at Sanford Stadium, that they're going to be wearing pink to honor I think uh, it's great. to honor his late wife. Yeah, Wendy Anderson, who, who passed uh, at, at 49 years old with breast cancer. So that's a great job uh, by, by Georgia football for sure. That's awesome. No yeah. doubt about it. Number three team in the land, uh, and they get it. Uh, we'll come back. We got the three for you on this Friday morning. Three big headlines that you need to know. NFL picks, a lot coming your way. Third and final hour, Taz and the Moose next, GBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.